follow me on Instagram at blackgirl underscore meets underscore pop culture for more information and updates for further episodes. Welcome back to Black Girl Meets Pop Culture. I'm your host, Zoe, and today, I thought, you know, I had thought of this concept, and this concept is best anime scenes. I want this to be a prolonged thing, have multiple parts to it. This is the first part, but some of you may know, some of you may not know, but I am a huge anime fan. And I, I, see, I don't know why, but, like, all my best thoughts come from when I'm driving. So I'm driving and I'm thinking about ideas for this podcast. I like to write down some ideas. I always have notes. I'm actually going to go a little freestyle today. But I always have some notes. And I'm like, hmm, what do I want to talk about? I know I love anime, but I'm like, what do I want to talk about anime? I I just wanted to talk about anime for some reason. And... I was thinking, why don't I talk about some of my favorite scenes in anime? And the first scene that came to me from, or let's say the first anime that came to my mind is Naruto. For those of you who do not know, Naruto slash Naruto Shippuden is my favorite anime. It used to be Attack on Titan, but as I usually say, that is a conversation for another podcast. Or, excuse me, another episode. But, Naruto is my favorite anime, and a scene that I always find myself re-watching on YouTube, which will be the topic of this episode, is the scene where Naruto... Well, first, before I get there, you know what? Let me let me pause, because I was about to say a spoiler. Spoilers ahead for Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, maybe even some of Boruto. So if you have not seen these shows, you can click off. If you're, like, if you haven't seen these, inter- uh, these shows and that you're interested in, you can click off and... Hopefully, which I know you will, because you know you're smart. All the people who listen to this, y'all are super smart. You'll come back and listen to what I have to say. Okay, now that they're gone, and now you've maybe come back, and you watch some of Naruto, or you don't care about spoilers. The scene I wanted to talk about today is when Naruto finally meets his mother. It's a scene I always find myself going back to. This scene I actually watch in dub. A lot of, some of, let's say some of Naruto I watch subs, some of Naruto I watch dubbed, it just depends. But I I like watching both, I don't really, sometimes, like, right, sometimes I prefer sub over dub in certain scenes, like, personally, this scene, I prefer watching it dubbed, but in the scene where he talks to his father at the end after he's, his Edo Tensei is coming undone, I like watching that scene in subbed. But this scene, I like watching in dub, probably because it was the first time I saw it was in dubbed, but I do like Kushina's vo- voice actress, voice actress, and I, I people hate on voice, uh, Naruto's voice actress, because Naruto is voiced by a woman. In fact, if you've seen Lab Rats, Principal Perry, I believe her name is, that is the voice of Naruto. People come after that voice that voice for Naruto. I personally like it, so I'm a, I'm a defendant, and that's why I watch the scene in dub because i actually do like the voice acting specifically from naruto but more so from kushina in this scene now as i mentioned i'm gonna go a little freestyle so there might be a bit more ums and hmms more filler words but i don't know the scene 
when I first watched the scene, obviously with Naruto, the story of Naruto, Naruto has been an outcast all his life. He's never met his parents. He never knew his parents. He, he, he practically just acknowledged that he didn't have any parents, that he was an orphan, and that the whole village hated him because of something about him, something that he didn't understand. But he, he was different than everybody else, and people hated, hated him for it. And I'm sure in Naruto's mind, sometimes he's like, man, I wish I had my parents. Maybe they could remind me of my value to encourage me to show affirmation to me. But he never had that. And when Naruto finally meets his father, you can see that he is mad, particularly at his dad. Well, his dad is the one that made the choice to put the nine-tailed fox inside of him. But he's mad. Rightfully so. He's like, how could you do that to me, Dad? How could you choose the village over your own son? Which is a theme that's being played up. Spoilers for the manga. Is a theme that is being played up in the manga right now. Boruto manga. With his son. And how Naruto's like, man, I, I don't want to make the same choice that my dad did. But was my dad right? You know, that's a, that's a theme that comes back to. But I love that... Naruto's just mad he and he doesn't want to be mad he says that he's like I don't I don't know if I should be happy or sad or mad I don't know but I, I he's like man I've, I've been going through a lot dad and you haven't been here he's like the world or at least the village hates me the place that I call home hates me and it's because you chose to basically have me be a lab experiment and he's like I know it, I think Naruto knows that it's probably not his dad's fault but he can't help but be mad with his dad. But when he meets his mother, it's obviously different. But I think it's different for multiple reasons. I mean, first of all, it's very evident in the beginning of the scene that Naruto is clearly a mama's boy. Like, I love the part where he's swaying back and forth while his mother is talking to him. He's like, I just can't get over how beautiful you are, mom. And he's just complimenting her and that he's he's like, I love your red hair. And she's like, yeah, the only other, there's only one other person that complimented my red hair. And he's like, who? And he's like, you're, she's like, your father's silly. Like, I love that. I love it. I, it, it it's, it's just a good bonding moment. Obviously, like, Naruto loves his mother. Once again, as I said, he's a mommy's boy. And through all the compliments that he gives to her and all that stuff, he's a mommy's boy. But what you find out later in... I'm going to keep it strictly to just Naruto and his mom talking rather than the flashbacks that are in between those episodes of them talking. I'm going to try to strictly keep it to them talking because I can go on for hours practically talking about what Kushina told her son. But I think this is going to be a quick episode. I prefer it to be that way. So I'm just going to talk about them talking. But they are very much alike. Kushina was subjective to bullying and hate and violence and anger because she was a Uzumaki in the Uzumaki clan they were a rare clan and very much like the very much like the Uchiha clan they had a noticeable f- trait physical trait to them and that was their red hair you see it with Nagato you see it with why am I slipping on her name? Karin. Karin. You see it with Karin, and now you see it with Kushina. They all have red hair. Naruto's a Uzumaki, but he's more so Namikaze than Uzumaki. With, with his hair, that is. 
with his chakra control, yeah, he's definitely Uzumaki. But Naruto didn't have that problem, but very similar to his mother, people looked at him funny the same way people looked at Kushina funny. People hated him because of what was within him. So did the people hate Kushina. And that's where you can see why Naruto, even though he's never met his mother, and even though he spent like the moments he had with his father angry at him, you can see why he instantly just, he just, he's just like, I, I don't care what happened, mom. I just, I just, man, I wanted to meet you because they, they connect so much. They say, you know, and you'd be like, what she said, she was like, wrong, you know. And he's like, you know, you said, you know, which is not a trait. It's not a hereditary trait. But I like to think that Naruto says, you know, because he probably has a, a faint memory of his mom saying, you know. But, yeah, they're, they're very much alike in that sense. And also, they share the same personality. And I'm sure you're wondering, Zoe, how do they share the same personality? Well... Kushina is very assertive, and so is Naruto, but specific, uh, Kushina, specifically Kushina, she's very assertive, she's very loud, like, she's like, I'm gonna be the first female Hokage, you know, like, she's very proud of what she says, and she's like, it is what it is, like, if you don't like it, too bad, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and watch it become true, and that's very much like Naruto, Naruto, what's one of the famous lines he has, I'm gonna be the come, I'm gonna become the high Hokage one day, and you're gonna all respect me, the whole village is gonna respect me, same thing with Kushina, she wanted to become the Hokage, because she wanted the village to respect her, and people like her, she didn't want the discrimination, and, which is seen, obviously, with the Uchiha clan, and how they are discriminated against, but she didn't want discrimination, she wanted unity and not for people within the village to judge each other for the differences. Because they were already fighting other villages. There were other villages that, that were their enemy at that time. And that they had to stand against together. Unified against. And obviously, you can't do that when you're hating the people within the same village. Now I'm getting kind of political. But that's the same thing with naruto he wanted to become hokage to not just get respect but to correct the wrongs that the previous hokage had made including his father he wanted to correct all like how clans particularly the, the uzumaki and the uchiha clan were just hunted down basically wanted to be exterminated because out of fear of ifs and buts and because of their fear of ifs and buts those things came true and that's why Naruto, he's like, I don't want to be like that. Very much like his mother. He's like, I want to eliminate all of that. I want to prevent any of that taking forward from from continuing as people continue to conspire and come up with craziness and drama and negativity instead of positivity and working united as a clan. And honestly, I didn't really realize this until as I was thinking about talking about this video. I'm like, or excuse me, this episode, I'm like, Wow, they 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 hold a lot in common. You always think of Kushina as like the Sakura, the Sakura of of Naruto's mother. Like you think when you think of Kushina, you see Sakura within her. Other way around, you see Sa you see Kushina within Sakura. But what I realized is, as I was thinking, brainstorming for this episode, that even though Hinata who is the one that Naruto eventually marries, even though Inata is very soft-spoken, she is very much like Kushina himself. In fact, 
in their marriage in Naruto and Hinata's marriage, Hinata is like Kushida and Naruto is like Minato. But on the field, Hinata is like Minato. I say this because because Minato, as we've seen in like a lot of flashback scenes, I said I wasn't going to talk about them, but I'm going to bring them up for this point. Minato is very quiet when he's with when he's with Kushina. He's very quiet and he listens to her more so than he listens to herself because he values what she has to say as as a woman, but not just a woman, but as his wife. He values what she has to say and she knows even if he didn't value or he knows that even if he didn't value what he has to, what she had to say, she will make him value it. <laughs> am I am I saying am I speaking wrong? No. It's a fact. She would make him value it. But, yeah, Minato is very quiet. But he gets things done when he has to. Like, when he was on, when he's on missions. He, 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 even when, like, when he fought A, I believe that's Killer B's brother. When he fought A, I mean, shoot, he had to do what he had to do. He was faster than A, but still, A was pretty fast. And he had to do what he had to do. And even with Naruto making the choice to have Naruto become the Ninetail Jinchuriki. He did what he had to do because it was what he had to do, not because he liked it. And I thought about the time when Naruto was fighting Pain and Pain had him pinned with the chakra rods and Hinata shows up out of nowhere. And once again, she did what she had to do. And this isn't the first time that she she did what she had to do. She did so when she fought Neji. She wanted to prove herself that she's never going to give up and all that stuff. But in this, it was more of a, you need to. What happened with Hinata and Neji, it was a life or death situation. But this is an outside source of life or death situation. When she fought Neji, it was about her and Neji. When she stands up against pain, it is about her and the village. Her, Naruto, and the safety of the village. It wasn't just about her. She was thinking, she was putting the village ahead of herself. But also Naruto ahead of herself because she knew he was the only one that could fight. He, 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 she knew he was the only one that could stand a chance against pain. So very much like Minato, she put herself out there when she had to and risked her life. I mean, she almost died. Girlfriend almost died. But very much like how Minato had to risk his life for the village at the end and had to die for the sake of his son, Hinato was willing to die for the sake of her future husband. She was willing to die for Naruto to give him the time that he needed to help break him out. And, and they're very much the same. And I, I didn't realize that until, once again, as I mentioned, as I came up with this idea for this episode of podcast. But then I realized that though they are, Minato is very, or Hinata is very much like Minato and Naruto is very much like his mother. Hinata in, in their marriage is very much like Naruto. Um, excuse me, it's very much like Hinata. And Naruto is very much like Minato. What I say? Well, if you watch Boruto, first of all, I don't watch Boruto. I've seen clips. I read the manga because Boruto is mostly filler for no reason and talking about characters I do not care for. But one of the clips I saw on the show was when Naruto and his son Boruto were trying to figure out what they were going to get for Himawari, Naruto's son, Bor- uh, excuse me, Naruto's daughter, Boruto's sister, what they were going to feed her, and Kush- 
Frick, not Kushina, God. See, I'm already getting mixed up. Hinata walks in, and she acts very much like Kushina, and she's like, if you're going to be loud, <laughs> the dude outside, and that's something Kushina would do. So that part in their marriage, yeah, Hinata can be like Kushina, and Naruto is very much like his father in the marriage, where he's kind of reserved. He he listens to Hinata. He values her her opinion over anybody else's, and it shows. But back, but I know I'm talking about the conversation between Naruto and his mother, but it is very prevalent, and it's just good writing. It's very prevalent throughout the series, before and after their conversation, and. You don't really realize it until you think about the value that the conversation has. Obviously, it's a sad, it's a happy but sad moment. Why? Because this moment won't last forever. Forever, Naruto, his time with his mother was only meant for controlling the Nine Tails chakra. And after he got control of it, he would never see her again. He gets to see Minato in, in practically the flesh, but he he never sees his mother again. So this this moment has, holds more weight than when Naruto first met Minato because he sees Minato later. But and and you never see Kushina after that. You never she she's she's gone, and she has a lasting effect on her son. I mean, shoot, even I just thought of this. Even the way they interact with K- uh, Kurama initially is the same. It's just like. You gotta stay in here, you nine-tailed fox. <laughs> you gotta do it. But he corrects his mother's mistake, just like how I said as Hokage, he corrected his father's mistake. He corrected he corrected his mother's mistake as instead of telling Kurama what to do, he's like, you know, one day I'm gonna come after all that hate. He befriends him. He talked no jutsus him. And that's a constant flaw of Naruto, as people like to point out. But I do like the scene where Naruto and, and Kurama becomes friends because... It's something that Kushina can never do. And it shows once again that Naruto is the, is the perfect su- successor, excuse me, perfect successor of his parents. And which I love, which I'll probably wrap it up right here. I love it when when Kushina's like, what do you get when you get the the yellow flash of the leaf and the what with the red hot habanero? And Naruto says, you get the orange Hokage. Love it. I just I just love it. I know I didn't really talk most about the conversation. But you, can't, you have to talk about the conversation in context to the whole show. Maybe you don't talk about the conversation strictly or specifically as I did. But you're talking about how that conversation holds up throughout the show. And once again amazing writing a lot of people like to clown naruto for how it kind of retcons stuff afterwards but the writing of this in in this scene particularly where naruto is trying to control the nine-tailed fox while at the same time talking to his mother and seeing how his relationship or his lack thereof of a relationship with his mother affects him now in the past and even in the future amazing writing but that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I would suggest you guys watch Naruto. I don't know what specific specific episode that Naruto talks to Kushina, but you can just look it up on YouTube. Look up, look up Naruto meets his mother, which is what I do like every other month because it's one of my favorite scenes. But I highly suggest people watch Naruto. I know Naruto. Naruto is a lot. 
it's it's very lengthy but it is my favorite anime and it has been for a long time sorry attack on titan you dropped the ball when i started reading the manga but but yeah i would truly highly suggest people maybe watch a few shoot watch all of naruto and if you don't want to watch it read it it's a really good anime it's a really good starter anime and people want to say it's basic it's not but yeah that's all i have for you guys today i hope you enjoyed this episode which i know you have if you did though once again which i know you have screenshot it try to share with your friends people that like it people that might not like it hey i'm open to newcomers (laughs) and yeah share it send it to people but i'll see you all next week as per usual peace